0: sharing wisdom, and speaking truth. This is the IPHC Leadership Cast. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the IPHC Leadership Cast. I'm Garrett Magby, and today I'm here with Dr. Rhonda Pruitt, who is a missionary psychologist and kind of a missionary to the missionary, so to speak, and and works here with the the IPHC um, and our mission staff. And uh, not the staff as much as the missionaries, I guess, would be also um, your primary focus, uh, and also missionary yourself. That's correct. Thank you so much for being on the show, uh, Dr. Pruitt. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Garrett. It's good to be with you. And uh, I just want to talk about some uh, steps as we are talking about ministry and burnout. Yes. And preventive. Uh, I'm very much about the preventive and taking self care and taking care of the self uh, as we engage in ministry that we have longevity.
0: Yes, yes.
1: But uh, first, I want to talk about um, we are an individual or who we are as an individual exceeds a, beyond our role in ministry or our ministry role. In other words, I'm sure I'm talking to a lot of people, if I said, who are you, Uh, they would give me different titles. They will say, I'm a spouse, I'm a parent, I'm a friend. Right, right. Uh, uh, And then I would ask them, what do you do? And they would say, well, I like golf, I like fishing, I like carpentry, you know, so when even within our culture, when we talk about ourselves in American culture, we talk about what we do.
0: Right, right. And
1: my point is who we are and what we do is bigger than our ministry role. And when we try to let that flip and we become only our ministry role, our ministry role consumes us and we cease to be a person and our personhood dies.
0: Right, right.
1: Burnout is near. So, you know, Garrett, if you stop having friends, if you stop playing golf, if you start having mean, stop having meaningful relationships in your private life, burnout is near. You're not a, no one is a ministry machine.
0: Right, right.
1: And so there has to be a time where you engage ministry in a time when you turn it off, and and so if you're not, if you don't, ha- if you're not having time with your friends or your hobbies or your family, your spouse, it's time to pull away from ministry to make sure you bring your life in balance. Right. Because too much, even of a good thing, turns into a bad thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and. You know, that's one thing, I guess, as you were mentioning a minute ago, you said burnout is near. Um, The ministry can be such a demanding um, type of position because of the the great need there is for it, because of the needs of of individuals all over the world, you know. Uh, Missionaries in particular are going into areas where the gospel is being eaten up by people who want more and more and more, but there's so many needs going on in their, their own lives that that missionary, I'm sure, gets uh, kind of bombarded with the needs of everyone else. And and would you say that that would be part of what pushes to that level of, of almost burnout in the sense that they're constantly serving, 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 pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and and lose their own identity as an individual other than their role as a, as a missionary?
1: Yes. And there's always has to be a balance of giving and receiving. Yeah, um, and that leads me to my second point, and that is, when do you receive relationally from yeah. others? Yeah. Um, whether it's a friend, uh, and sometimes I an know pastor has a friendship with a fellow pastor. Whether there needs to be a give and take
0: mm-hmm.
1: relationship, and I, I realized early on, no one there were only one way relationships in in my home church. And I noticed that no one gave to the pastor. And so I noticed this, and I started going to church and saying, taking him to the side before church started, and said, I want to know how you are doing. And he would be so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to realize we're in a one-way relationship. Yes. And yeah. we have to bring a balance. And we can't just give, even when needs are great. Mm. Okay? For example, you know, we have a human body. We are in, existing in a human body. And that body says, if you don't feed me, if you don't give me rest, if, if you don't give me play and exercise, um, something comes out of balance in our whole life. Right. Um, so a lot of ministers feel like, well, you know, I don't need to eat. I don't need to rest. I can just keep going. And, but we're not a ministry machine. In fact, um, to have time off, because Sunday is not a day off
0: for a a pastor, okay? (laughs) Uh, Let's make sure we get that one right. (laughs) Um,
1: And, but often Monday or some other day needs to be a day off. And you say, well, how, most pastors say, how can I have a day off because I'll get calls? You have to put it, I have to put it on my schedule. (laughs) And so when I get the call saying, oh, could you come speak here? Could you be there? I say, oh, I have something scheduled.
0: Which is your day off. Which is my day off. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Otherwise,
1: you don't get a day off. And um, so we need a Sabbath rest yes. um, yeah. as well. So these boundaries, see, I'm, I'm talking all about different time and relational boundaries. Right. And when you don't have these gatekeepers in your life, and by the way, we are the gatekeeper. Yeah. because We have forgotten.
0: Right. No one else <laughs> in ministry
1: is going to take care of a minister but yourself yeah and you have to realize that early on because you can give and give and give out of the wrong reasons right. and deplete yourself um, trying to serve others and then leave ministry because you weren't a good steward
0: right right it,
1: you know this reminds
0: me of, of something that i i heard um, and I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly where but it was it was during some type of um, either conference or a, a, a a guest speaker at a church but he was talking about taking a it was, uh, the pastor taking a sabbatical or taking a time of rest and uh, having someone come in to fill in at the church for the period of time that he was gone um, but that whole period of time it wasn't that he was leaving to go speak somewhere else or go evangelize on the road he was literally taking time to just recuperate to to, to rest and, and relax and not be constantly pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and not having a chance to be filled back up. And I thought that was so enlightening, especially for me at the time, you know, I never thought about the fact that that pastors and missionaries and they do need that it's a it's a it's a crucial need just like we all need you know vacations or time off from uh, you know another type of job whatever it is we need that time off to recuperate to let the whatever might be causing stress or, or whatever to let that kind of subside and and get back to having fun enjoying life enjoying and i think that's so so crucial and i think it's such a uh, such a need that we have all over because a lot of people don't take that time uh, exactly have you noticed have you noticed um, any type of trends in in today's uh, modern society in the mission field in, in the church in general have you noticed anything one way or another that has started to take place in that in that realm
1: well I think having a sab- sabbatical mm-hmm. uh, and I know a lot of pastors will take a week of vacation. That's not a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> That's a break. That's a breather. That's not a vacation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think pastors need to have at least two weeks of vacation in the year. At least two. At least two. and But even if you had a consecutive two-week vacation, although most individuals would take one week of vacation at one time and divide that up into two trips or two times away. Right, Uh, But you do need those refreshers. And I know as missionaries, when we have missionaries in a hardship assignment where you're constantly giving, uh, I really encourage missionaries, and this would be across the missions world as well, uh, once a quarter to take a long weekend, like a three-day weekend, and actually leave and drive to another location where there's a restful to get away from the ministry for three days. Gotcha. Once a quarter when you're in a hardship assignment.
0: So you hit that you hit that three-month mark and then you take a three-day period of just rest.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I think it's so important. And you know, um, God has designed our bodies in a way that it keeps a tally on us. When mm. we don't keep a Sabbath rest and we're not sleeping that seven to eight and a half hours that the general population needs. Right. Um, illness comes to remind us it is time. That's the international stop sign, getting sick.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and
1: God stops us and so that we, we rest. And we don't often recognize this is a built-in system to tell us we have exceeded Our physical limitations that God has designed and so we're making ourselves sick by not being a good steward
0: absolutely let me let me ask you this for for those who are listening that might be experiencing those initial stages of burnout either from lack of lack of rest lack of of relaxation time um, or have just been going after the ministry hardcore for such an extended period of time they're starting to feel those first stages uh, what would you say to them would be kind of the the emergency first aid kit for that situation to get them back out away from the burnout area and back on track and focused and feel that kind of rejuvenation that I, I'm sure uh, a lot of pastors or missionaries have a desire for when they get to that initial stage?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, if, if a pastor who's listening wakes up on Sunday morning and says, oh, no, it's Sunday morning again, Uh, It is time to step back. It's time to take one step back and build some boundaries and some marginal time. If you're just running from appointment to appointment, you got to really minimize what's the essentials, what's the most important things you're doing, and where can you staff somewhere, someone else to maybe assist you, but you've got to take a step back and bring your life in balance in relationships, in physically, and spiritually. We we didn't talk about the other factor that is so huge, and that is most pastors are not spiritually fed. Yeah. And we make the mistake of thinking that our sermons feed our soul. They don't. Yeah. Um, Because uh, most pastors realize from the day you maybe started training in biblical studies, reading the Bible and preparing sermons, that's a task that's associated with work. Yes. And you need a time when you're receiving, almost like a child needs someone to feed them. We need someone to feed us. We can't always feed ourselves. Right. And especially in the climate that we're in today, so so many resources are available. you know, there are sermons and different ways to access materials, whether that's teaching materials or preaching uh, messages. But sometimes what we need is non-traditional worship practices. Yeah. We often think, well, if I'm not down on my knees, I'm not praying. And I find with a lot of missionaries, I need to help them develop different worship practices so they can connect with God and uh, some of them take walks through the woods or and pray. Some just go sit at a beautiful overlook point and think on scripture. Uh, For another person, it might be they need to almost hear like a a university biblical lecture, theological lecture. Uh, It's all in how we're wired. but other people just need quiet in meditation uh, sitting, sitting on their sofa. Yes. But others, they drive a car and pray. Everyone has a different... So don't think only within the box when you say, How can I feed my soul? Right. But also make sure you have some friends who are in ministry who are positive. If they're not sharing spiritual journeys with you, and what God's doing in their life, you're missing a blessing. If they're only feeding off of you, and you are the positive supply all the time for them, and that that relationship is out of balance, then you need to find a friend that's a give and take. It's like being in a marriage. You can't be all one side's giving. (laughs) Right, right, right. A friendship is give and take. Yes, yes. And it needs to be spiritual encouragement, give and take.
0: And, and for the, on the, um, uh, the place where you're talking about uh, not just having your own sermon or something like that be your, your filling up, so to speak, spiritually, um, it's rather when you're being filled or when you're developing those relationships, it's apart from your normal ministry-based tasks, whether it's preparing for a sermon or you know, getting ready to go. What you're saying is that mm-hmm. the the times that you spend in that that um, moment of reflection or meditation or prayer, it's between you and God. And it's not to prepare for a sermon or to try to receive something. It's literally to fill your, your own spirit back up yes. without anything attached to it other than that. Um, and I think that's so wonderful because so many people, I feel like it's such an easy thing to forget about, especially with how busy and fast-paced everything has gotten and the fact that communication is literally you know a foot away in every direction and you can't kind of get away from it and phones are going off all the time everything to to set all that stuff aside and say okay let me go focus on my relationship with the Lord and there's there's nothing else that will come out of that other than him communicating with me and me communicating with him that's such a wonderful wonderful thing I, I absolutely agree 100 <laughs> percent. yes yeah um Let me ask you this because we're unfortunately running out of time. Are there any final thoughts or um, pieces of of advice that you would like to give to our listeners? Uh, We have a lot of listeners who are in leadership in the church um, or on the mission field. Uh, Things that you would like to, to leave them with
1: and kind of impart into their lives. Well, in talking with pastors, a lot of pastors will tell me, Oh, I'm just so busy and I can't reduce the number of tasks that I am doing in my weekly schedule and I really want to put the challenge out there to all of us. We can't just keep adding to our plate and the plates running over and sort of sanctify or glorify our inability to narrow down and pray over God which one of these 10 things, you know, on this plate, should I keep on the plate? And what are the three that needs to be moved off the plate? And sometimes as pastors, I find that we struggle to let someone else come along and assist us with some of our tasks. We don't need to do it all. And if we plan to, you know, for the long haul, we want longevity in building the kingdom of God. Yes, yes. And if we're going to do that, it, we've got to be very honest with ourself in looking at the hard facts of, do I want to reduce my workload? Yeah. Am, I, am I willing? <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the big question for am most. Am I yeah. willing to reduce my workload? Until, or do I persist? to press forward until i break cuz your emotions break right your body breaks and,
0: and you get sick so yes. to speak in those ways yeah
1: usually depression really? the first signs of burnout will be depression gotcha. and anxiety yeah. um, so i just want to i just want to challenge us to prayerfully assess uh, what are the things on the plate and how can we reduce them and what are the things in our life that need to be enriched and added to our personal life and we are a person apart we have a a whole life apart from being in ministry
0: yes dr Pruitt. thank you so much this has been such a such a great uh, leadership cast and i think this is something that's um, in dire need. You know, we haven't had an opportunity to talk with someone who's um, so so heavily involved in this area, which is such a crucial area for um, all of our, our pastors and our missionaries. So thank you very much for being on the show and sharing your, your wisdom and uh, and also talking to everybody about um, the the need that we all have in that way. And I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of the IPHC Leadership Cast. For more information on the Leadership Cast and other church-related resources, please visit www.iphc.org.